On this week's In My Mug, I think we should go to Costa Rica, but I think we should also have a little bit of a go back in time and, um, and see Roland, because where have his daft facts gone? So yes, in the spirit of mixing things up, we are gonna have a daft fact uh, this week, but not from a usual source. Um, and we're also gonna be told a little bit about the farm but not also from a usual source. But this coffee is a, a relationship that I've had now for the last, must be nine years. Uh, we buy La Cumbre, but we actually buy it for our sister company, uh, 3FE, that we're very close partners and friends with. Um, and Carmela is an opportunity for us to buy more coffee from Alan, but also have that on offer for has been to uh, share and enjoy as well. So very, very excited to be um, sharing this coffee with you this week. Um, I'm also thinking that I'm gonna go and do a tasting somewhere, but I still don't know where as I'm recording this. So we're gonna be popping back um, after the Daft Fact and the virtual Steve, and, uh, and then we'll be back with the tasting, hopefully somewhere a little interesting. Thanks, Steve. So the Don Joel Micromill is owned by Alan Oviedo Rodriguez and his family. It's right on the border between Central Valley and Western Valley um, in Costa Rica. And Alan has been producing coffee there for 18 years. Growing up in a coffee family, Alan learned all of his producing methods from his father, Don Joel, who the mill um, is named after. But he's also had some difficulties um, uh, and he saw his father kind of not really make the returns from coffee um, that he really deserved from all of his inputs and he wanted to change that. Uh, when, the, when his father passed away, the farms were split up between the family, which is quite normal um, and uh, traditional way that that would happen. Um, and he decided that he wanted to have a micro mill instead of delivering coffee cherry to the cooperative as his father had always done that he was going to kind of make a brand and a name for the farm and um, he also took the opportunity to replant a lot of the farm uh, planting um, familiar varietals um, of Katura, Katayi, Villa Sarchi and as he grew in experience and knowledge um, then he also started to introduce things like geisha uh, and kenyas um, with a willingness to try new things and like his ability to adapt and learn quickly, Alan built up a fantastic reputation in the area for some stunning coffees, um, uh, this being one of them. Um, a few years ago, uh, from that success, Alan has been able to invest um, into buying another piece of land and he bought the farm Carmela, which is alongside La Cumbre, which is where I originally uh, met Alan and, and have bought his coffee for, for many years. Um, and despite lots of difficult years in high temperatures and seasonal rain, the volcano kind of erupting quite a lot, um, Alan has managed to make a great uh, success of Carmela uh, and the coffee's coming from there. The farm itself is three hectares, which is not super big and is mostly planted with this varietal, Villa Sarchi, but there is a little bit of Tipica too. It's around about 1600 metres above sea level and around about a five minute drive from La Cumbre. So very, very close to the mill and, uh, and the farm La Cumbre. Um, and um, even with this very small change, Alan has noticed a lot of changes in the weather uh, and the characteristics of the soil. Even this five minutes makes a really, really big difference. 
Um, like many producers in Costa Rica, Alan works with organic principles, even though he's not certified. He doesn't use sprays unless he has to. Um, he makes his own fertilizer using microorganisms from the farm um, and really uh, using everything that's around him. Um, it's from Costa Rica. It's from the Western Valley. The nearest city is or town is San Luis de Grecia. Um, the farm is called Finca Carmela. Uh, the micro mill is called Don Joel. Uh, it's produced by Alan, Alan Oviedo Rodriguez and his family. Um, and it is a red honey Bilisarchi varietal. So I've told you this, but Roland has also been there. So why don't we get Roland on now to talk about the farm? As Steve said, this is Alan's second farm. And it's mostly planted with Bilisarchi. It's got a little bit of Typica there but mostly Viasarchi because he said it's a really good, reliable producing plant for him to grow. Three years now he's had the, the land which he's planted out and been growing the plants on and now this is the first lot of production that we've had from it. And this has been a really important year for Alan because he's just upgraded his, his micro mill, replaced the bloody pulper which was getting a bit old and knackered with a new one and put a bit more land on expanding doing really well but he's also had a really difficult year because there's only seven kilometers away sorry seven kilometers away from the Paus volcano which has been spewing out a lot of ash this year so a lot of the plants had ash on when I was there and he was waiting for the rain to come to clean them off so it's difficult for him because he's invested a lot in the farm but he's also expecting next year production might be down a little bit but the good news is for us is this year's production is tasting fantastic it Get out! Go on! Because now it's time for Steve's Daft Fact of the Week. In a strange kind of very weird way, I actually miss Roland. It would be very nice to hear his daft facts, but I'm going to stand in for him this week as he stood in for my job. So 99% of all the electricity used in Costa Rica comes from renewable sources. We can learn a lot from Costa Rica. So I said I would bring you somewhere interesting. I brought you to Uppsala Cathedral. Uppsala is around about 40 kilometers north of Stockholm. Um, it's a big university town um, and has this beautiful cathedral that I'm showing you right now. Very pretty place. And um, I re really enjoy coming to this uh, city. It is um, slightly different pace to uh, Stockholm. Um, slightly smaller as well. Very cute, very nice, beautiful park that we've been to before. But let's get into the coffee. So, like a lot of these coffees, um, starts off with a lot of milk chocolate. It's very kind of obvious that kind of creamy milk chocolateness. Where this differs from everything else is you get a real burst of lime, like fresh lime juice acidity, really kind of quite sharp and, and just really unique. It's very, very different. Um, also on top of that is you get like a little bit of a menthol kind of mintiness to it. Um, it kind of gives you a little bit of heat and a little bit of, yeah, something different. I love Alan's coffee. I think I love it because of his processing. I think I love it because of him, but I think I love it more because it's tasty. It's just such complex and interesting and consistently good, which is fantastic to find. Listen, thank you very much for joining me as always. And um, I will try and 
keep for as long as I'm here and the UK won't let me back in I will keep trying to find these unusual spots but until then do remember life is too short for bad coffee